Good morning, listeners. God morning. This is your daily podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. We're ranked pretty high. We got over 13,500 listeners. So we are doing something right. God's hand is all over us. So let us pray. We're going to jump right in to God's way day by day. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Matthew chapter 5 verse 44. Pray for those who spitefully use you. If you love those who love you, what reward have you? It's easy for most of us to extend love to those we like or those who are close to us. However, Jesus taught that as well in other places that our neighbor is not only the person who attends church with us, who lives in our neighborhood, or is a person that is like us, but our neighbor is every person who crosses our path and how we are to express love for our neighbors, those who are enemies as well as those who are friends or family members. We are to bless them. We are to do good to them. We are to pray for them. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 17 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Anytime you need, anytime you have a need, a problem, a difficult question, doubt, or lack of substance in your life, turn to God immediately. Make your requests known and receive his wisdom and his provision. God's provision for you may come about in stages or steps. You may not receive immediately all that you request from him, but the tide has turned the moment you turn to him. Whenever you cast all your care and concern upon him and rely upon him totally to supply your need, and to show you how you are to live, that is when he is quick to respond. Amen. Hallelujah. Love it. God knows best. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 25. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. You can trust God, only God, to meet your needs with a provision that is fresh and good. It will be exciting and life-giving, satisfying, and sufficient. All that God has for us is good. His supply is not only ample, but it is of the highest and finest quality. God sees the whole of our lives beginning to ending and on into eternity. 
He knows what is best for us, not only now, but tomorrow and next month and next year and 20 years after that. His gifts to us are always, always, always good for us. And God's promises day by day. As humans, we tend to focus on the immediate. Yet all the while, God is orchestrating the entirety of our lives using specific details, specific people, specific circumstances, specific words. We tend to look at one piece of the puzzle while God sees the whole picture as well as the detailed specifics within each piece. We see things in black and white. God sees things in panoramic color. Romans 8.18 The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. John chapter 12, verse 26. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. God deals differently with each one of us listeners. He knows no typical case. He seeks us out at a point in our own need and longing and runs down the road to meet us. This individualized treatment should delight rather than confuse us because it so clearly reveals the highly personal quality of God's love and God's concern. Amen. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 Present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God which is your reasonable service. Oh yeah, life is full of journeys. Some are dull excursions that we grudgingly take out of sheer duty. Others are thrilling adventures that we embark on with eyes of faith. But changes await you. Changes in you. No journey is more life-changing than your inner spiritual journey back to the cross. In all your travels, have you gone there? If not, are you willing to take the first step? Life is a journey that you will never regret. I assure you, and one that you will never forget. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back. We'll be back. God has given you the ability 
2 Timothy chapter 4. As for you, be calm and cool and steady. Accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship and do the work of an evangelist. Fully perform all the duties of your ministry. A lot of people have ability because God has given them gifts, but they don't have stability. And so God cannot use their gifts publicly in ministry or business. They would end up hurting the cause of Christ because of their unpredictable behavior. So stability releases ability. We can't be stable only when we're getting our way. We have to also be stable when we're having trouble and trials. When people are coming against us or criticizing us. And in the scripture above, Paul knew a lack of stability would hurt Timothy's witness and anointing. Instability would prevent Timothy from hearing from God. So Paul instructed him to be calm and steady. We don't enjoy life unless we develop an ability to remain stable in the storm. When we're upset, we are usually not listening. People don't hear because they don't get quiet enough to hear what God is saying. God isn't going to tell you. Excuse me. God isn't going to yell at you. He usually speaks in a still, small voice. And to hear him, we must maintain an inner calmness. Actually, peace itself is a guidance for what God is approving and disapproving in your life. We must all learn to follow peace if we intend to follow God. You have to choose purposely to stay calm, to put your confidence and your trust in God, and to be a ready listener for his voice. Then you have to be willing to make whatever adjustments are necessary to have peace in your life. Some people might say, well, You know, it's not fair for me to always be the one who's changing and adjusting to keep harmony with everyone else. It might not seem fair, but God will bring justice in your life if you do what he's asking you to do. And your reward will be worth every effort you made. As long as you're able to stay stable, through the storms of life and keep your trust in God, you will lead a peaceful and blessed life. Amen. It says, trust God's perfect timing. Habakkuk 2 verse 3 says, But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue, not a single day. Listeners, if you're like most people, 
You want good things to happen in your life, but too often you want them now, not later. All of us tend to feel that way. But when the good things that we desire don't happen in what we consider to be a timely manner, then we are tempted to ask and act out and say, when God, when? Most of us need to grow in the area of trusting God and then shrink our focus that is on the when question. If your mind feels worn all out the time from reasoning, then you are not trusting God. If you spend a large part of your life feeling impatient, frustrated, and disappointed because things weren't going your way, God has to teach you to leave things in his hands. His hands. When you finally learn to trust the one who knows all things, you will begin to accept that some questions may never be answered. We prove our trust in God when we refuse to worry. Ooh, wow, powerful. Trusting God often requires not knowing how God's going to accomplish what needs to be done and not knowing when he'll do it. We always say God is never late, but generally he isn't early either. He uses times of waiting to stretch our faith in him and to bring about change and growth in our lives. Yeah, so true. We learn to trust God by going through many experiences that require trust. Let me repeat, we learn to trust God by going through many experiences that require trust. By seeing God's faithfulness over and over, we gradually let go of trusting ourselves and place our full trust in Him. Looking at it this way, it's easy to see how things play an important part in the learning to trust God. If He did everything we asked for immediately, we would never grow. We wouldn't develop into the people that he wants us to be. So if you're waiting on something right now and you feel frustrated, stop. Learn to be happy not knowing. If you want peace, you need to trust God with the when and how, and he will move mountains in your life. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back with more. I love this trusting God day by day. Listeners, gaze up towards the heavens. Close your eyes. 
clasp your hands together and pray with me. Father, as I start this day, only you know what I will encounter. Realizing your watchful eye is my protection provides me with comfort and strength. It is my assurance that I am not alone. Your watch over my life provides a barrier from hurt and harm. I praise you for watching over me so that I do not have to swim through unfamiliar waters with no direction or plan. I know your intentions are all-encompassing and they include problems that surprise me but are not unknown to you. I praise you for guiding me with your eye from danger to safety, from darkness to light, from sorrow to joy. I am continuously amazed by your omnipresence. And as you watch over me, you are simultaneously overseeing the affairs of the universe. The fact that you consider me to have significance in the grand scheme of the world is awesome and proof of your unconditional love for me. I praise you for leading me away from people who desire to poison my mind and spirit and ushering in those who know your language, your language of love and faith. But I also praise you for the unbelievers in my life so you can make me a living example. Father, I am thankful every day is a new experience with you. I marvel at the ways in which you lead me. Sometimes it's morning prayers confirmed with a word from the Lord. Sometimes you place your discernment in my spirit. And sometimes it is a clear word from the Holy Spirit telling me what I need to do and where I need to go. But it is always your love that is being poured into my life. So Lord, I praise and thank you for your protection, your love, and your continuous leading and watchful eye. Amen. Dear Lord, teach me to be cognizant and grateful for your grace. I know being a vessel for you positions me for positive and negative situations, but you already know the incidents that I will encounter and how I need to respond. So before I begin my daily routine today, Lord, let me seek your divine plan of grace. As I move into expanded territory, your grace is the spiritual compass that will lead me into my new season. My mind may be hesitant because the road ahead is untraveled. However, grace says proceed. Anxiety may attempt to keep me stagnant, but grace pushes me into the next level and lack of experience may generate fear. 
but grace stands to produce faith. Father, I am not aware of the panoramic view of your plan for my life, nor do I fully understand how all my past afflictions will benefit me in the future. But I do know <laughs> that Romans 8:28 assures me that all things work together for good for them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Raising my hand, raising my hand. So as you unveil your perfect will for my life, Lord, help me to pray for your grace. When your grace opens doors for me, remind me that your divine plan is at work. And when the tasks seem more than I can handle, please, Lord, allow grace to speak words of faith into my spirit. Father, I know your purpose for my life can only be achieved with prayer, can only be achieved with faith, and can only be achieved with prayer, faith, and grace working together. So as I seek you to fulfill your purpose, I seek your grace to bring your divine plan into fruition. Based on Philippians 1, 6, I know that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I solemnly believe this. I receive it by faith and I give you praise for your divine grace, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Psalm 84 says, For the Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Yes. Blessed is the man who trusts in you. Alleluia. Glory to God. Amen. Listeners, I feel infused. I feel empowered. I feel strengthened. I feel renewed. I feel righteous. I feel holy. I feel blessed. 
I feel happy. I feel loved. I feel wise. I feel chosen. I feel driven. I feel fortunate. I feel gratefulness. I feel humility. I feel instructed. I feel protected. I mean, this is amazing. I can't stop. Because of God, listeners, we feel all of that. All of it. Mm. It is such a good, good feeling. And remember, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. None. Bye for now.